You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome to another episode of Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and my guest today is Howard Lim of House Studios. Um, you're going to want to listen to this. If you have a, a small business and you're wanting to grow into a big business, if you're wanting to understand branding better, this is a conversation you're not going to want to miss because Howard has worked for Fortune 500 companies. It's where he got to start. He's worked for what, Apple and, and all the big boys. And now he's bringing his brilliance into this space right here. Howard, thank you so much for joining the show. You're welcome. Pleasure to be here. This is this could be fun, F- folks. We're going to be talking today about business branding for the future. And when I say that, you might automatically think of oh, social media, or oh, this, or oh, that. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the elephant and we're gonna cut a big slice out of the middle, and we're going to take a look at things a little bit different because what you're being sold is not actually what works. And Howard's got the secret sauce. So Howard, talk to me a little bit about first. Let's set the parameters here. Tell me a little bit more about your background. Sure. Yeah. And we, we are how studios, but we do businesses, how creative in the eyes of the consumer. So uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I've been doing what I've been doing and it's evolved quite a bit, but started 33 years ago in the first 10 years was really um, figuring out very com- with my company, figuring out very complex problems to resolve for the fortune 500 companies. Um, for example, just one example here is, you know, remember there was VHS and beta tape? Yes. And then they went away and DVD really owned the marketing space as far as a rental for movies. Yep. So um, Philips and, and, and MGM hired us to create all the campaigning, why the consumer should use a DVD over a B, B, VHS and beta tape. And then the rest became history. So that's literally, just, literally became history. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just that's just one of the one of the things that we've done, and we've 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 actually disrupted a lot of industries with our solutions. But now it's really, in, in addition, it's really looking at businesses at a whole now, and solving problems that they can't solve, and coming up with solutions for companies to be able to build something that's super sustainable as well as having massive growth. Yeah. I, um, you know, the, the approach we were talking about before the show, um, is that your approach is very holistic. You know, I, I had, I asked, I had asked Howard, if you are you a creative or you a strategist? He's like, I'm, I, I'm a whole brain person. He puts it all together. But what we were talking about more importantly is, being having the vision to be able to look forward into the future as to where your business is growing and setting up and establishing a brand that is going to meet the longevity of, of time uh, it is super important so howard what what are uh, we've heard all the you know all the stories of like you know oh i've got my logo and people think they've got branding um what what does what does branding for the future really look like for for the for anybody in particular, startups, entrepreneurs, mom and pop shops, what does that look like? 
Well, it's actually, ultimately, it's not what you're saying, meaning the company. It's what, out, it's what everyone else is saying. And the future is building that consistency of how you want to be known. Okay, so it's positioning yourself, how you want to be known, which is the expectation of the consumer that's now matched to that experience. So there's that consistency of how you want to be known. It's actually matched to how the consumer experiences you. So now you have something that can really differentiate and stand out amongst all the noise that's happening. That's that's the ultimate goal is where you your business is creating a much bigger, what I call billboard in a mind and in the heart of the consumer that takes up a lot more real estate than the competitors. Yeah, I, um, I think one of the biggest issues that entrepreneurs have in that is they oftentimes see the solution to the problem that they're creating, but they don't necessarily have the perspective of the consumer because they're the creator, right? And so it's hard to put themselves into that mindset and your ability to be able to do that and guide a client through that is, folks, that's invaluable to have that can do that for your business. That, that is huge. So how do you help them then get over, overcome that? Do you strategize with them? Do you kind of get them just of where they're wanting to go? And then you, do you reverse engineer it or do you kind of start at the foundation and, and go forward? Actually, it's, it's a three-step process that takes companies through. And you're right. It starts with a strategy. Usually it's three days long. And what we're doing is literally compressing time. What would take decades to figure out as far as your challenges, the solutions, in the area of their business, their brand, the market, and then figuring it out in three days. What we're doing is, you're exactly right, what we're doing is we're looking at the potential of the companies, where they want to see themselves in the future. And this could be 50 to 100 years out, easily. And then what I'm doing, you're exactly right, is I reverse engineering of where they're at now, where they want to go, and then how we're going to bridge that gap to collapse time. Okay. The second component now is once that's figured out, which I call master blueprint, is that now we have a way to execute our plan by building the right brand that's wrapped around that potential so they look world class from the beginning rather than how most companies do it. They start, they stop, they start, they stop, they figure out they're missing this piece, they're missing this piece. They go back to the drawing board and then eventually it ends up costing them far more time and money than they thought. Now, the biggest problem is that it cost them customers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, we, we see the, uh, we see that on the due diligence side of the house of um, businesses always chasing the next glorious thing, right? Or it's a slight shift, but it completely derails where they're headed or they want to start, well, I'm going to call it this and now I'm going to call it that. And now I'm going to call it this and now I'm going to call it that. No, pick, pick something that works and, and, but strategize it, work it out because otherwise one, you're going to change your logo a gazillion times. One, you're not your logo. Your business is not your logo, but you're, you're absolutely right. You're going to, you're going to spend so much more time and money and energy working on something that is off balance. Whereas if you just put the foundation in place first and then building on top of that, you're going to go farther, faster, and, and have bigger impact as well. Exactly. That's an opportunity where you have an opportunity to become actually a brand versus a commodity. 
And really a brand, one of the big definitions of branding, if it's done right, is where you're building equity and value into the company that's far greater than a balance sheet. In other words, it's future projection of the actual intellectual property and intangible, intangible of how you're actually recorded in the mind of the consumer. To take this in a simpler way is like Coca-Cola, right? If you see a Coca-Cola bottle, people know what that stands for, right? You hear the name, they see the color red, those all become trigger as far as what the brand stands for and that's what's called the actual assets to build that value and equity over time. Yeah, that's, um, and that's, again, is something that can be difficult for the person that created it to see because they might be able to see it up to, up to this level, right? And there's this level and this level and this level and this level. There's nothing wrong. If you want to get out and you want to exit here and whatnot, that's fine. Then build it. So it's up to that point. But even there, knowing that you're building towards an exit, you still have to have that foundation strategy that, that it's built upon. Um, Howard, this is, uh, we're going to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit further because we're going to dive into more of the what does the future of, of marketing look like? What does, what does branding your business for the future look like right after the break? But before we go on break, Howard, how, where can people go learn more about you? Um, basically, where the URL is very simple. It's howcreative, H-O-W creative.com. My email is simple. It's Howard at howcreative.com. Um, and the phone number is 310-455-0389. <laughs> Perfect. And you can also go find his report because he does operate a transparent business, operates in transparency in the clear business directory. Make sure you go check that out. Everything you need to know. And this interview right here and help you take your stuff to the next level. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and our guest today is Howard Lynn. He is a branding expert. He's He's been in the industry for quite some time. He's worked for the big name brands, the Fortune 500 companies, and, and the information here with us today is huge. The insights that he has can help change your business, get you thinking differently. Um, Howard, before the break, we were talking about we are talking about branding and building strategies and foundations. I, I want to shift a little bit here because oftentimes when people think about brand, they also think about their marketing and how that comes into play, right? How they're leveraging the brand in marketing. Um, you know, we were talking before the break about, you know, the big boys having the market, the, 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 the cash flow for you know, the magazines and the billboard ads and that kind of stuff. And some of the lower companies don't necessarily have that. But I'm going to challenge that because we're starting to see technology, right, to where you can get a billboard advertisement 
for an eight second spot in Times Square, New York for a dollar, right? Yeah, it's eight seconds, but how many people in those eight seconds are going to see that billboard? That changes the game completely. And compared to the cost per millions for, you know, the cost per thousands for Facebook or social media advertising, where do you really see the balance of that foundation that we were talking about on how businesses can leverage their branding for marketing purposes? Yeah, so it has to do with there's 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 a couple of things that need to be recognized when looking at the ideal target <clears throat> based on that consumer's product and service and who they're serving. So in other words, there's three of the biggest buying power right now based on the age. So you got the baby boomers and then you got the X and Y. People call them millennials, but there's a big difference in my book, distinction <laughs> between X and Y of how they think and how to respond and what medias are they actually tuning into, okay? So a lot of times companies, what I find is that they're wasting a lot of money because they're using the wrong media to try to reach their ideal target market. So really it's about, for me, it's really truly what's been, it's really truly multimedia, meaning many medias based on Who's your target market? A lot of times you want to segment that market based on its age bracket or psychographic or combination. And there's a big difference between the two. And so it's it's really, again, understanding what your offer is, what your value proposition is, and who's going to be receiving it to be able to term, determine the right media. So there's a couple of components to that in itself. So there's what's called brand awareness. And so you see a lot of advertising where it's repetitive. It's the idea behind advertising is really to build a repetition of an awareness in your mind of what that company stands for. It's not really to purchase anything. All it's doing is reminding you of what they stand for, okay? And then you have other mechanisms that are designed to now to further that idea into a purchase. So most people, quite honestly, are using media completely incorrect, depending on what channel they're using. That's yeah, one of the biggest issues. No, that that I, the, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's the you know the idea of uh, of knowing how and when and who you're reaching, how you're reaching them, understanding how those mechanisms work. You know, we were talking before the break of social media. It's this free platform. You're paying money, and they're throttling the people that actually get to see it. Well, to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If I'm marketing on a platform, I want to reach the people on that platform. I don't want my, my marketing dollars to be throttled. I want to reach the full potential of that. Now, that it's not to say that your target audience is not on, on social media. If that's the case, be there, but go into it with eyes wide open. If you're wanting a bigger audience and you're wanting not to be throttled and you want to get the most exposure from whatever medium it is, then, then focus there and then get to the point where you, you, you're tapping it wherever, wherever it fits in with your offerings. I mean, that, that, that is huge. I think there's so many people that go into that conversation unprepared because they just assume that if oh, I create the social media thing, it, it's going to return dollars, not fully understanding those things. Exactly. You got to take what the future of branding is really taking people on a compelling journey and knowing the sequence of events. <laughs> that 
is absolutely brilliant. Folks, I can say that with confidence because that's how we continue to build superpower experts and the podcast network is it's about content. It's about connecting in. It's about, hey, this is the message. This is what we stand for. And here's the key though, folks. And and, and Howard, correct me if I'm wrong. That's a long game. That's not just to throw something up and hope that your brand is going to get picked up next month, right? Exactly. So you're exactly right. So most people don't realize is that branding is actually a process of an experience versus an quick ad or marketing that's more tactical. So people get confused and go, okay, we want to build a brand. They think they could do it through tactics without understanding the journey through strategy with many tactics. Okay. So they don't, they don't get that there's, there's a process in building up that value and it's not done overnight. It's done through understanding what is the overall strategy of that journey that you want to take and engage, engage and take that prospect through to actually become a bystander into a buyer. Okay. That's huge. Folks, understanding that, understanding that it is a journey will completely change how you start looking at your own brand and how you're building. Um, Howard, this is some, uh, just this kind of stuff is I, the strategy, the, the, the talking about it at this high level is, is always so fun. Um, I, I'm just going to throw it out there. What, what, how do you connect in? How do you, how do you, how do you bring in that information? Is there a practice? Is there a meditation? Does it just come natural? Uh, what, what, what are your superpowers? Uh, my future powers, there's two of them, is that I'm a whole brain thinker. So as much as I think analytically, I'm thinking creatively, then I'm looking at it from the standpoint of bridging the two together to create something more powerful. So it's kind of like putting a 16-valve 16, 16, you know, engine into a four-cylinder car. And then the other thing is I'm a futurist, so I actually see a company's potential way before they see it and then recognize their blind spot of where they need to get out of their own way to actually achieve that success. That's brilliant. That right there, folks, getting out of your own way. That right there is the biggest issue. I think most businesses that are trying to grow and expand into something bigger uh, face is, is that knowing that knowing when it's time to bring in outside forces, those that have, done a thing or two who have the brilliance, who have a different perspective than you, to be able to see it and move it forward uh, is, is always, always essential. Um, Howard, I got to ask, what are, what are your favorite, uh, what is your ideal target audience? Everything that we're talking about here today is, is so invaluable, but what is somebody that is ready to work with you? What what does that company look like? What, so it says, you know what? I know it's time to grow. I know it's time we need to go here. And we know we're ready to, we're, we're, we're holding ourselves back. What does that company need to look like? What should they look like in order to have a conversation with you? Well, it's, first, it's not the size of the company because people think, oh, you're going to be too expensive. It's not, it's not the size of the company. It's more what I look for are companies that are so passionate in what they do and they really want to bring it to more customers 
and they just don't know how to do it. The other thing that I look for are companies that are going to be coachable to actually take my information and actually utilize it. Okay. And then what I also look for are companies that are working in integrity and then having fun on the way. So, <laughs> so those are my qualifications when it comes to an ideal client. And when it comes to where they're at with their business cycle, it's more like they where they, they reach the limit and they simply don't know how to grow any further. They've done everything they can, they've exhausted their ideas, and they just simply know that there's so much more potential to their company's product, service, or information. You just don't know how to bring it to a whole new level. Those, <laughs> those are the clients that I that I love working with, or clients that actually have some busy business savvy in a sense that they've had a business for at least three years. They're coming out with a new company or product and they don't know how to introduce it into the market, but at least they have some sort of business background. Those are, those are, those are my sweet spots is, is, is those type, those two types of uh, businesses. Folks, you heard it right there. If that's you and, and you've hit that ceiling and you're ready to grow, then I'm going to encourage you to reach out, have a conversation with Howard and see what's possible. More importantly, Come visit him at CEO Space. He's going to be there teaching at March, uh, at the March Forum. Uh, I'm super excited because we're going to get a chance to meet for the first time in person. Uh, but come, yeah, come meet him at CEO Space. Uh, it's a phenomenal opportunity to connect in with some really, really great people and and really help grow your business. Um, this is uh, Howard. I, I I can hardly wait. We're gonna we're gonna have to sit down at a meal table and, and just dissect the universe together. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. We, before we log off, what, one more time, where can people go find more information about you? They could find out uh, more information about my company at howcreative.com. They could actually talk to me at, 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 and set up a time um, at howard at howcreative.com, my email. And then they could also get my book on Amazon and it's actually where I've actually dispel in a sense of how I've been able to build so many multi-million and, and several billion dollar companies on, it's called authentic branding and by me, Howard A. Lim, and it's on Amazon and it give you a good idea of really examining your own company and some of the key DNA ingredients to be able to leverage your idea into a much successful business. This is, uh, folks, you heard it right there. You want to grow your brand. You want to get big. You want to be known, heard, and more importantly, have an impact. Reach out to Howard. Give him a shout out. See if there's any synergy there. Um, this is uh, Howard. Thank you again so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Folks, till next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers. Go out there, have impact, and change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.